It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Lighthouse Coffee. Grand Lighthouse Coffee is the e-commerce business that sells certified organic fair trade coffee, either whole bean or grinded. Chemicals do not touch the beans, and the farmers who grow the green coffee are paid and treated fairly. Coffee beans are made to order so you will get freshly roasted beans no later than seven days after being roasted. Grand Lighthouse also provides memberships for families and businesses depending on how much coffee you purchase per month. For more information and updates, Follow, like them on Instagram, Facebook at Grand Lighthouse Coffee or visit their website at GrandLighthouseCoffee.com and don't forget to use your promo code EastWest to get 10% off. On this episode of the East West Football Podcast, we will be reviewing week five in the NFL. Also, we will be giving you our picks for week six. And we will be joined by Brian Argot. He is the host of a Rocky Start podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. Scouts over relied on heavily when evaluating talent. Teams should be drafting for the future and not just immediate needs. It all starts with the quarterback position. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now... Here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Because the offseason was so unusual. Carr airs it out. Separation. Hold in. Henry runs. The speed. Touchdown. Mount football. Right now is not the recipe against the Colts. 14th play of the drive. Mayfield goes to his reads. Here they come. Mayfield by a tight to the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. It's Hunt. Slot to the left. This Claypool as Roethlisberger throws. Claypool makes the catch. His fourth touchdown today. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast. I am your host, Fidel Barraza. Alongside with me, like always, Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. Hey, man. Week six, here we come, man. I'm, I'm ready for some more football. We got a lot of big games to talk about. Yeah, man, I'm doing real good. Uh, like Kendall said, week six, this is the week where you have to solidify your wins, right, to make sure that you are going to be a team that is at the top of your division and making a push towards the playoffs. Yes, definitely. Week six is here, but let's go and talk about week five in the NFL. What, what stood out to you guys the most? Let's start off with Jerry. So, I mean, week five. So we learned a lot, right? I mean, it's unfortunate with what we saw with, with the Dallas Cowboys and Dak, right? Of course. So yeah. it's kind of hard. We had to kind of mention that. Um, but uh, 
even without Dak, I think that we're we're learning more and more like how bad the NFC East is as a division in whole, right? Uh, for the Cowboys to actually be predicted to win the division with the backup quarterback, that says a lot right there. Um, Arizona Cardinals are kind of a team that are they losing the flame that they had at the beginning of the season? And uh, are the Carolina Panthers for real? That's kind of what I'm thinking right now. The number one thing that stood out to me was how about the Las Vegas Raiders? I mean, phew. I mean, we saw them. I saw them a few weeks ago. They looked good. They looked okay against the Saints when they opened up their stadium. But you know, we were like, okay, they had to open up the stadium. They had to come out and win. You know, something to get the fans rally up. But then they, you know, they went to New England. They didn't show up there. Darren Waddle was on no show, and so they lost that game. They got embarrassed there. Came back out. They lost. Um, lost to the Buffalo Bills. And then they put the lead back on notice, beating Kansas City in Kansas City with fans. So the Raiders, they got a lot of people attention. They beat the Super Bowl champions and. That defense came along. They came alive in that second half. I'll definitely like what I see from the Raiders. I'm, I'll be the first to say I, I can care less about the Las Vegas Raiders. But I mean, they, I mean, the Raiders, they, they, they showed out. Um, they got a pass rush. Got the pass rush on Clean Furrow. He's starting to come on a little bit. And you know, you know what they got um, with Crosby. Um, the back end looked real good. I think the Raiders, man, they, um, Henry Rugg. There, there was a Henry Rugg sight. I mean, I know he's been hurt, but there was a sighting of him. And I mean, I mean, the Raiders look good. My other thing I want to talk about is the Seattle Seahawks. They let they are letting Russ cook, and it's kind of funny because my upset pick last week was the Vikings over the Seahawks. It was looking good for for the first half, but then Russ start he started cooking, started put, he put some ingredients up in there, and they they took off with it. But so that's what stood out to me. Yeah, and you know what, I do have to mention the Raiders. Of course, they gave their Chiefs the the first loss of the year. Uh, Derek Carr looked tremendous. But I think the biggest surprise on that team has been Nelson Aguilar. Man, he's been balling out. Yeah, I think un- the unsung hero right from Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd have to agree. But, man, Henry Ruggs looks really exciting, though. I mean, look at that big play potential. That he, if he could stay healthy, holy moly. I mean, he's going to bring that Tyreek Hill effect to the Raiders. And, damn, we like like both of you all said, we were going to have to take the Raiders for, you know, we're going to have to take them serious. And we're going to have to uh, game plan the right way. Yeah, and then also the other thing that stood out to me in the Niners are are in some trouble. They are in some trouble. I mean, we I think we all picked them to win this last Sunday. Jimmy Garoppolo had just gotten back. Uh, he got benched. He just didn't look right. So I don't know if that ankle is still hurting him or what the case was, but uh, they put C.J. Beathard in the second half, and, and the Dolphins just rolled. Hey, yeah, it's, the, the Niners, they're, they're in a lot of trouble. They're already in a tough division with all three of them teams um, over 500 or looking pretty good. The 49ers, they're in trouble. It's just they haven't won them Super Bowl hangover years. They, they're devastated. They're de- devastated by injuries right now. It's like every week a wide receiver go down, and Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, he, he's not looking that good so far this year. But let's give it some time, give him a couple weeks. They um, But, uh, yeah, they got the Rams this week. So, I mean, I, I know I picked the Rams to win that game, but, I mean, I'm telling you, it's not looking good for the Niners. Yeah, um, just to kind of piggyback off both of y'all, I mean, when you look at it, do you think it's the it's time for the 49ers to draft a quarterback? Uh, because, I mean, obviously you can't really sign one in free agency if they're top-notch, but is it time for them to take a chance this this offseason on a different quarterback? Because, obviously, Nick Mullins did a good, decent job. Jimmy G was doing okay right before his injury. Yeah. And then he comes back, and Nick Mullins is not there. Now they're playing, they're, they're playing C.J. Beathard, their third-string quarterback. 
I think Kyle Shanahan has completely lost confidence in Jimmy Garoppolo, even though he's not saying it by his judgment. I, I think he has. And I actually brought this up a couple of weeks back, right? Uh, going into next offseason, Matt Ryan is probably not going to be with the Atlanta Falcons. Not too sure what his contract situation is, but if he is a free agent, I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Shanahan didn't try to sign uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, I, I think that there's been speculation about that, right? But I will say this. I think that it just shows you that if you can just get Kyle Shanahan, the right quarterback, watch out. I think that that, that offense would be super dangerous and they really wouldn't need that much of defense as we're, as we learned a little bit. Yeah. They didn't win last week, but I mean, without Nick Bosa and, you know, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, cause those guys are out for the season. I think D Ford's still on IR. So you stop, you look at it like, dang, that offense is pretty darn good, man. If you can get a good quarterback, you know, smart quarterback like Matt Ryan, who, yes, I do believe is still a notch of, of better than Jimmy G. But still, I think that Kyle, if anybody, Kyle Shanahan, could actually draft a rookie quarterback and be actually be able to actually win a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback. I, I think if you put Matt on, put Matt Ryan, like, like they were saying, Matt Ryan may be going to San Francisco, you put them there with that defense and a decent offensive line, got some weapons there. I think, I mean, you definitely can see some changes in San Francisco. And also, shout out to um, Corey Wright. He came on our podcast not too a few weeks ago, and he was he was he talked he was talking talking. He came on the our IG live previously this week and said the same thing that Fidel that Fidel said about um the 49ers will probably sign Matt Ryan and Freight so they might they might trade for him. So shout out to Corey Wright, NFL agent, came on and talked about that. Yeah, I mean, to me, it just makes too much sense. I mean, honestly, the, the confidence in Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, has fallen too. I mean, week one, he didn't look too good either, right? I mean, but the 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 most glaring hole in that Niners team is that defensive backfield. Man, they're just – they're horrible. And I know Richard Sherman's hurt. Not too sure when he's going to come back. I know he reactivated that injury he had. Um, it's just – it's it's not a good – the, it, the schedule makers, the schedule makers didn't do the 49ers no favors because they're already in the tough division. They yeah, and I mean it's not gonna get easier. <laughs> they're gonna play the, the LA Rams on Sunday. And we know LA Rams look good. They do. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um the other thing too that I wanted to briefly talk about is Seattle's beatable. Seattle's very beatable. Um, they, I think the Vikings might have exposed that defense a little bit more than what we've seen. And I know we said the defense looked horrible, right? But just different ways to attack it. And I feel like the Rams might end up winning this division. Man, they've been putting up. <laughs> I mean, that offensive, that offensive. When you look at the offense, right? The running game looks like it it, it gets going, and and both both those running backs that they have. They get hot at the right time, and they're, they're able to get the tight end involved. And like you said, the Rams are heading the right direction. They still got the most dominant defensive lineman in the entire league, Aaron Donald. He just – he's still – I mean, he, he's playing better. He's playing the same as he did. Uh, you know, he hasn't lost a step at all. But, man, you, you like I said, it's a good combination when you have those two, right? And like, you, like Fidel alluded to right now, I mean – the Rams, be careful. I think that they are going to run away. They're going to run away with this, with this, and they're going to give the most competition to the Seahawks. All right, guys. So let's talk about the New York Jets. 
let's just a little bit, right? So we okay. saw them. They they were trying to trade Le'Veon Bell earlier in the week, and of course, no one you know traded for him because he knew that if they no one traded for him, they're going to cut him. He was going to be a free agent. So he ends up going to the Kansas City Chiefs. What do you guys think of the move? Me personally, I like the move for the Jet. I mean, the Jet. Let's keep it on the Jet. The Jets are turning. They're turning the house up. They're turning the house up. They start from scratch. They they probably have a new quarterback maybe next year. I don't know if Donald's gonna be their future, but what makes me so sick is every time a team is struggling and, and the team is bad, they point. They go. They go all, all the way to the quarterback. They just point at the quarterback. So I mean, maybe Donald might not be there next year, but them getting rid of Le'Veon Bell, they tried to trade him, but I heard there was not many suitors. Well, probably because they didn't want to take on that contract, but they so they cut him and he was picked up in the next day by the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I like the I like the move for the Chiefs. I think I think uh, Le'Veon Bell has a lot left in the tank. Um, they still got Clyde. It was her last, so it's going to be interesting to see how they split the carries up there. But I think the Chiefs got to steal a Le'Veon Bell. Good job by the Chiefs. I mean, great scoop up, and that's from a team that really didn't have no cap space. But for them to be able to find a way to bring on a town like Le'Veon Bell, like wow, uh, it's going to be very hard for that division now. The AFC West. It's going to be a, a division to pay attention to. Uh, it's a lot of promising future, right? Prospects and and dominance is in, on their team on both offense and defense but man the Jets what's going on there I think that I think they have the right general manager in place uh but like you guys said I mean I don't know about the quarterback I mean I don't think I think they've kind of lost confidence in their quarterback yeah but you know what I I have confidence in Sam Darnold he just needs to be put in a different situation but real quick just to touch up on that Le'Veon Bell subject look the Chiefs I mean of course if he had a choice to pick where he was going to go, we kind of figured, like, hey, he might go to the Chiefs because it probably gives him the best chance to win a Super Bowl this year. Absolutely. I think that this gives him – I mean, people forget that Le'Veon Bell – the biggest thing with Le'Veon Bell is that he can actually play a wide receiver. So this allows a lot of creativity with that promising Clyde Edwards-Hilaire running back that they drafted uh, in last year's draft, right? So I think that the Chiefs – the Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy is going to be become a literally a hot commodity because of the the players that he has and the way he schemes them up. So watch out, the Chiefs can go back to back this year. When you look at, it, I think it's like it's a low risk, high reward sign. I mean, it's not much bigger risk. I mean, I don't know the exact contract numbers, but I mean, they didn't sign him for much. And plus, I mean, if it doesn't work out, if he gets hurt, you still got Clyde. It was Hilaire. You got Daryl Williams, and they got a, they got another running back behind there. I think Thompson. I think it's last last Thompson. But I mean. I mean, I think it's a it's a the Chiefs offense is great without Le'Veon Bell. I mean, they didn't look that good the second half against the Las Vegas Raiders, but they they didn't need Le'Veon Bell. They just they they just signed them. So I think it's a low risk high reward sign, low risk high reward move for the Chiefs. Yeah, it's, and it's a one year contract. Uh, I'm not too sure what the numbers are, but I'm sure it's not a lot because you got to think about it. The Chiefs needed Le'Veon Bell as much as Le'Veon Bell needed the Chiefs because he is trying to set up the market for next year. So. I am sure he's gonna. Have he won't. Yeah, he won't be a chief next year. It's just, this right. This is just. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's he's just moving. He's trying to set up the market, so you know he's gonna want to play great, and uh, he's gonna have a chance to play on Monday night against the Buffalo Bills. So, uh, I see Andy Reid using him a lot, like how you, how he used Brian Westbrook back in Philadelphia. So, uh, man, <laughs> great signing by the Chiefs, um, and we'll see what happens with that team. And then also, quick side note, no Pro Bowl this year. It looks like it, it has been canceled, and Las Vegas will now host the, the 2022 
NFL Pro Bowl. Well, let's go and talk about week six, week six in the NFL. So let's start off with the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. Who do you guys have? Yes, I'm going with the Tennessee Titans in a close one. You know, it's a, it's a divisional game. I'm gonna go Titans 23-20. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good pick there, um, Kendo. I mean, look at what the Titans just did to the Bills, and the Bills have right offensive. They have offensive weapons, and I mean, yeah, the Titans had a good game, and looked like Brendan Cooks came out of, you know, came out of hiding and out of his you know, cocoon. Yeah, so. I mean, aside from that, I mean, a week for the Titans too. Very short week, so just keep out, keep out on that. I was gonna, I was just about to say that. So the only, the only thing is that I don't think it's gonna be a walk in the park. But I, I, I will pick the Titans in this one. Well, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Tennessee Titans as well. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Houston Texans went in there and got the win. Uh, I just saw that uh, Jadavion Clowney is fighting an illness, and then also a knee injury. He's he's questionable. Uh, AJ Brown is as well. Um, I still think Tennessee's gonna have enough though to get that win. Yeah, you got Derrick Henry. <laughs> yes, you do. Denver Broncos at the New England Patriots. Give me the That's... Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. Patriots. Uh, uh, they got Cam Newton, man. Just say yeah. they got Cam Newton back. Cam's bad. Gilmore's bad. Patriots twenty-nine thirteen. Yeah, I'm going to go New England as well. Cincinnati Bengals at the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, look, I'm going to go first. I, I counted out my guy, Joe Burrow. And he and you know what? Shame on me. But this week, give me the Bengals. Joe Burrow comes away with this. Will it, will it be his second game in the world? second win. It is going to be his second game in a win. Second, no, well, they lost to Baltimore last week, right? Yes, they did. This would be the second win, though, of his career. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, second win for him. My fault about that. It's all good. This is a sneaky good game. It is a sneaky good game. This is the Colts coming off a loss to the Browns. This is a sneaky good game. I'm gonna go with the Colts though, but it's a um, a coach. I think the Colts win by ten points. Not going. I don't know the score, but I think they win by ten. This is a pretty good game though. It is. I, don't get me wrong. That 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 Colts, they have a good defense, man. You know, but with Joe Burrow, I don't know if you guys noticed this. The guy just puts his head down and he gets to work. And he takes, you know what I'm saying? He might get smacked around, but he's gonna get that ball to his to to his receivers, except for AJ Green, right? I don't know what the heck they're gonna do. Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, you know, I love what Joe's uh, Joe Burrow's doing with that Bengals team. Uh give me the Colts. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm sorry that these, the Bengals, they're just not very good besides Joe Burrow and, you know, Mixon. And T. Higgins is looking good, but give me the Colts. I like the Colts in this one. Atlanta Falcons at the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. I mean, Vikings, if you could, <laughs> if you're not going to win, if I mean, if you're going to win again, if you're not going to win one, I mean, when are you going to win? I mean, I mean, they, I know they beat, um, they beat the Texans a couple weeks back, but I think the Vikings get on the board here with their second win of the year. They kind of to kind of get things back rolling. I think this game is in Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I think I like the Vikings in a close game. 
very close. Yeah, I like the Vikings too. I mean, didn't they just fire the coach and the GM? So, and then I think four players tested positive. So they got a lot of things on their mind right now. So give me, go ahead and give me the uh, Vikings on this one. Matt Ryan is fighting for his job from this week going forward to the end of the season. So uh, give me the Minnesota Vikings. Washington football team at the New York Giants. This is kind of like a pick em game I made. You just flip a coin and whoever I made. Uh, you flip a coin and whoever goes, lands on you, that's who you go with. My gut, I, I, I'm going to go with the... Uh, I'm going to go with the Washington. So I think it, there's a storyline there. I mean, if, if Chase Young is able to come back, I don't know. I haven't really heard anything. Have you heard anything? Anybody? Uh, not right now, but... Uh, uh, earlier indications was that he was going to be out for about a week or so. But giving the Washington team without Chase Young. I just think that Alex Smith kind of infused that whole entire team. Yeah, so it looks like it, it might be Kyle Allen that's going to be uh, be the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. As I saw right now, he did have a full practice today. Hey, but what a great story, though, with Alex Smith. Oh, what a great, yeah, amazing story. I mean, to me, I would start Alex Smith over uh, Kyle Allen, but, I mean, what Co- a- Co- Coach, didn't Coach Hugh Jackson say the same thing, too? Yep. And then also, too, it looks like Dwayne Haskins is in practice, practicing because of an illness. So yeah, stomach, stomach, upset stomach. No, I think he's just upset. I don't think it's an upset stomach. They <laughs> <laughs> got bench. Uh, but... Uh, I, you know, I, I like what the Giants did last week. I really did. Um, but I'm going to go with the Washington football team as well. I think I want to say, Danny Dimes, can you go one game without turning the ball over or fumble or something? Man? I mean, it's, it's like a walking turnover waiting to happen. Man, but yeah, throwing to, though. That guy Slane looks pretty good, though. They got good guys. Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard, but I mean. I think Golden T's kind of losing it. I think so, too. Yeah. I have more tape on the. I have more faith in the Washington team. I just I don't have faith in either one of the team. But I, I I'm gonna go to Washington in this game. Did, didn't didn't Golden Tate and Jalen Ramsey get into the like a huge scuffle after a game? They did. So apparently, uh, he has a a daughter with um, with Golden Tate's sister. So that's why they were fighting over some some family. Really? Okay, I never I didn't know the behind the scenes thing. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things happen in that game. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. But that's a that's a different topic for a different podcast. Yeah, for a different day. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go move it on. Uh, next, game. Baltimore Ravens at the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going with the Philadelphia Eagles in this game. In my upset of the week, I like the Eagles winning by last minute field goal, last second field goal. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the Ravens on this one. They had a little bit of struggles here and there, but they find ways to win. I'm gonna go with the Ravens, and I think it might get ugly. I think Baltimore might just bring it to them. <laughs> Cleveland, Inter- go ahead. I was gonna say, interesting fact is that there's only gonna be two 3 p.m. games. All of these games are gonna be pretty much at at, at 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, because we're gonna have another uh, doubleheader Monday, right? Yeah, we'll get to those picks in just a bit. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, you're saying the the uh, Browns, right? Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is my game of the week, by the way. Mm. You know what? This is a great game of the week, actually. I think that both teams are are doing really good. Uh, the, my only question is: Is Baker going to be fully healthy? So give me the Steelers in this game. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Give me the Browns. I'm going yeah. with the Browns. Upset. Chicago Bears at the Carolina Panthers. This is a this is a good game, man. Oh man. They're in Carolina. The Bears coming off of they coming off a pretty good win against Tampa Bay. They've had a few days off. I'm gonna go Panthers. I'm gonna go Panthers. I'm gonna support the home and down here in Carolina. I'm gonna go Panthers. I'm gonna go with the Carolina Panthers. They actually look they look like they're actually catching, you know, it looks like if they're catching each other's um I don't wanna say that they just look like a team now. Let's just yeah. make it simple. They're looking like a team now. They look like they they, they know each other. Uh man, Robbie Anderson has become a he's he's looking like he's looking like a big play threat now and it it all starts with the with the coach Matt rule yeah you know what i mean is that mike davis or christian mccaffrey in that backfield because to me i can't tell the difference mm. in the ball for the carolina panthers oh man this one's this one's a little bit tough because i mean i want to believe in the panthers but it's just like eh, i don't know if i do yet yeah so, they burned us that they burned us two weeks ago <laughs> so i mean you know what i don't i don't want to get burned twice i'm gonna give me the chicago bears this is a game the panthers will lo- they would lose though this is a game they'll lose whenever everybody's on them they the one two straight they got the bears coming their bears are a pretty good team for one but this is a game the panthers will lose when you're expecting them to win a game because they've won two straight okay if they win then going forward everybody's gonna start like seeing that they are a legit team in the NFL. Yeah, but yes. give me the Chicago Bears. Give me the Bears, and and hopefully Khalil Mack shows up for the second week in a row. Detroit Lions at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let me go first. I want to say this first. The Detroit Lions are one of the most. Uh, they they are just enigma. Would you uh, enigma? That's kind of weird, but you know what? Yeah, they are weirdos, man. It's like, I think that the Lions are the biggest, you know, uh, pretenders of the entire league. But, oh, man. It's like they give us they give us these games and they give it all the way to the end and they just, they'll lose or sometimes they just dominate and they win. And I, they're going to go with, in this, in this particular game, they're going to win. Give me the Lions. I like the Lions big. I like Detroit as well. New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. That's easy. Dolphins, man. Dolphins. I don't even know if the Jets actually count as a team. Maybe they don't even show up to play. Yeah. Dolphins play good ball. That's some good ball. Yeah, Dolphins playing uh, playing really well. Ryan Fitzpatrick falling out. Green Bay Packers at the ta- top of Bay Buccaneers. Excuse me. It's going to be a real close game. But. Aaron Rodgers is gonna show Tom Brady who's boss. Give me the Packers. 31-27 Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers torches that Tampa Bay defense. 
Tom Brady throws two picks, one and one pick six. <laughs> Three interceptions. Yes. My goodness. Give me. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say a little bit for my boat prediction um, segment on Sunday. Yeah, give me Tampa Bay. I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Los Angeles Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, give me the give me the Rams, man. Rams are rolling right now, man. They are literally sitting they're hot. two right behind the Seahawks and they're catching up to the Seahawks. After that, you got the Cardinals and then the 49ers are at the at the bottom of that pack. And that's a strong division. Yeah, Some, strong. Something about the West. Right, AFC West, NFC West. I don't know. I like um, I like the Rams. The 49ers, Something's going on with that team right now. I don't know what's going on, but something's going on. I guess it's the Super Bowl over. I can tell but, you what's going on with them, but I I don't have enough time to tell you. But I know what's yeah. going on with them. I'm gonna go with the Rams. It's gonna be a close one, but I think the Rams. I just think the 49ers. These two teams are going. They're going in two different directions. Yeah. I love the Los Angeles Rams. I think they're going to win big on Sunday Night Football. 49ers, they got all kinds of issues. Quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo came back in last week. Got taken out before the second half started. Uh, They went with C.J. Beathard. He looked horrible. Just that team's in shambles. Give me the Rams. All right. Uh, Our Monday Night Doubleheader. Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. Give me the Bills, man. Upset alert. Ooh. Give me the Bills. They're going to upset the Chiefs. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs big. They're coming off a disappointing loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. The the Chiefs the, the Chiefs coming off a loss to the Raiders. You know that you know that um, fan base and the um the players are happy that they just signed Le'Veon Bell. So they're going to come out extra fired up. So I think I mean I know Le'Veon Bell's not playing this week. But he he played next week. But um I think the Chiefs going to win. I think it's going to be a high scoring affair. Uh, I'm going 36, 31 Chiefs. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Kansas City Chiefs as well. I don't believe that Andy Reid's gonna let this team lose two in a row. I just don't see it happening. So give me the Chiefs. Arizona Cardinals at the Dallas Cowboys. America's team. Give me the Dallas Cowboys over the Arizona Cardinals. This team is going to put this win on their back. They're going to they're going to do it in support of Dak Prescott, and Dak's going to be Dak's going to just feel so you know happy. The team's going to be rejuvenated. They're doing it. They're 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 playing the season with purpose. Now everybody's on cue. I bought them Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys win, and um, this team they're going to rally behind Andy Dalton. They're going to rise. Zeke. I mean Zeke might get thirty five carries this game. I think C.D. Lamb is going to go off this game. And that Patrick Peterson, Patrick Peterson can't cover everybody. You ain't but one corner. You can't get on Cooper, um, um, Gallup, and C.D. Lamb. So you only can stick them on one person. I think Zeke has a big game, and C.D. Lamb has a big game. Andy Dalton plays decent enough for the Cowboys to get the win. And Kyler Murray, he's been a turnover machine. Nobody hasn't spoken about it, but he has, he's been a turnover machine this year. So I think they had double DeAndre Hopkins, and they, um, they get after Murray. Cowboys win. They're in Dallas, they're in Jerry's house, and I think they're gonna wrap behind, like I said, they're gonna wrap behind Andy Dalton and win this game 31 to 27. Well, one thing I do know is that this game is gonna be high scoring. That's that's one thing for sure. Uh, now, as far as who's gonna win this game, 
Give me the Arizona Cardinals. I like what the Cardinals, uh, you know, they, they struggle a little bit, but I like what I've seen, especially out of the offense. And we know the Dallas Cowboys defense can't, they can't cover anyone. They can't stop anyone. So give, give me the Arizona Cardinals. I, I just want to add, I, I felt very, I don't know, with this one, I felt very confident. And just real quick, there's two things. Isaiah Simmons, the prize um, safety converted linebacker in the draft they cannot find a spot for him on that defense and if you saw Kyler Murray last week he was off his A game I don't know and that's two weeks in a row so give me the Cowboys confidently just wanted to add that in there well t- uh, the other thing too Chandler Jones is out for the Arizona Cardinals he's out for the year with the torn uh, bice or Torn Peck, I believe. But I still like the Cardinals this game. You even said it too. Cowboys are going to go back to what their roots are, which is running the ball. Football. Zeke. Yeah, which I believe they are. But uh, give me the Cardinals. All like- right. All right. And that's going to go in and wrap up our picks for week six. Our guest tonight is the host of the Rocky Start Podcast, Brian Arga. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Great. Great. Appreciate your time. Hey, so go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Tell us who Brian Argot is. Hey, I want to thank you guys again for having me on the show. A little bit about myself. Uh, I just got out of the Marines last year, in, last October. Um, you know, I was 28 at the time. I was uh, sort of going through this, you know, thing we all go through in life where, you know, we kind of want something a little bit more. And so I decided to go back to school. I went through all these different motions on what I was trying to go through. So I was like, you know, I love sports and I kind of wanted to excel more at that. I mean, I've been watching sports since I was like six years old. So I enrolled myself in the Dan Patrick School of Sports Casting at Full Sail University. I'm doing their online program. It's about two and a half years. So I've been doing that since January. And then I uh, launched my podcast back in July. It's, uh, as you mentioned, a rocky start. That's sort of inspired by the Rocky movies. I'm a you know a big fan of the Rocky movies, and but I always loved his story, like you know always coming you know from pretty much nothing, and overcoming adversity. And I think athletes and even people like ourselves, you know, always do that at one phase in our life. You know, whether if we're young or even older, you know, I think we all have a Rocky start story in us. And so I bring on guests uh, such as like athletes and sports professionals, and I talk to them about their life story. And I also get into, you know, sports in general, which is boxing, football, baseball, and basketball. I'm a big fan of all the sports. I love them religiously. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit about me, man. Let's talk some football with you really quick. What are your thoughts of the NFL season so far? Um, I think it's, I think it's going well, you know, I obviously there's a lot of COVID related uh, news, you know, it seems like every day, these last two weeks, I think it's going to happen, but I think the NFL is handling, you know, pretty well for the most part. Do, do you see a scenario where there's possibly a stop to the season due to all these COVID because here's the crazy part, right? I mean, so there's a report that came out this morning that the Colts, I believe, um, they they came back with some positive test results, but then they came back 
that there were false positives. So I'm just interested to get your thoughts on on that. Do you think they pause the season at any point? I do not. And I think the false positives, I think it's going on outside of sports as well. I think there's been a lot of people who've had a lot of false positives and there's been a lot of positives, but that's why the league had put in the reserves for the players, you know, to get some people in, you know, get some new players, some spotlight, you know, and get them a chance to get some reps in as well. But I think the league's going to push through with the season. Hey, what's going on with you, Brian? What's going on, Kendall? How you doing, buddy? Great, great. First, I want to thank, we'll start by thanking you for bringing me on your podcast last week. Everybody started. It's a great, it's a great podcast. I, <clears throat> I advise people to go out there and listen to it. So once again, appreciate you for bringing me on your podcast as a guest last week. I had an enormous, great time. So I, was- I, didn't, I didn't want to say that. And secondly is, man, I'm a, we're going to talk some football. I'm going to start with a football question. You're a big Eagles fan, right? That's correct. So, yeah, love the Eagles. Of your mat, y'all matchup this week will Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. I actually on our on our picks last night, I picked the Eagles to upset the Ravens. That's an interesting pick. You know, out there watching them against the Steelers again. I uh, love the way Wentz has been playing as of lately. You know, uh, Folk he made Folkum look like a superstar <laughs> tight end this last yeah. week. But you know, uh, my defense still worries me. You know, it's Ben Roethlisberger. You know, was able to move the ball on us like crazy. Uh, Claypool had like three touchdowns against us and he, it just made it look so easy. So I, I worry about the defense. Um, I looked at our injury report today. You know, we're still without almost all of our wide receivers. Rager's out. Sean Jackson's still out. Jeffries and uh, Dallas Goddard. So, I mean, and then, uh, you know, I think Lane Johnson's questionable. It, there's just so many struggles on that offense. I, I don't see them beating the Ravens. I I, uh, I picked the Ravens in my picks this week. So <laughs> I'm just being modest. Well, since you brought it up, let's talk about Travis Fulgham. Fulgham, I hope I said it right. Oh, where did, yeah. yeah, where had where where did he come from? I mean, where, I mean, he 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 came from just where like Greg Ward came from last year. You know, off this practice squad. You know, it's the Eagles faced the same issue last year. We never addressed our receiver issues. You know. They, they drafted, you know, I, I hope Rager is going to be great for the Eagles, but, you know, we had a chance to either trade up and go get, you know, uh, C.D. Lamb or try to get Je- Justin Jefferson. And uh, we just didn't – we didn't do that. We could have drafted one of those guys and look at those two, you know. They're being spectacular. We never have that, you know, ability to go get a good receiver on our team. What's going on with Alshon Jeffrey? I mean, what's his future looking like with Eagles? So it seems like he's going to play. I don't know when. You know, I mean, we had to keep him on the roster because it was going to be a, a salary cap hit if we cut him. You know, we couldn't trade him. So uh, he just, he's just been hurt. I, it's just really hard to say, you know, from, you know, from week to week, they say, oh, he might play, but it's just every week he just seems to be out. Now let's look at the NFC East as a whole. Do you think that Eagles have what? It, I mean, I know you know what's going on in Dallas. I mean, let's not even mention what's going on <laughs> in New York and in the with the Washington team. But it, let, let's just say hypothetically, looking at the landscape, it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys. Let's just say that. Um, do you think? I mean, the, the Eagles can can win this division for the second year in a row with what's going on in Dallas. You, you know, I think Dallas still has a little bit of an edge on us. Um, because they're their second string quarterback, even though that, even though Dak's hurt, uh, Alex or not Alex Smith, uh, 
but uh, Andy Dalton's in there and he's, he's a good quarterback, you know, and he's never had an offense like this. You know, he has a brilliant offense there. And I just think that, uh, you know, Bill Simmons mentioned a, the Patrick Ewing theory. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but this is kind of like that, you know, Dak's good, but you know, you, you have another good quarterback coming in there and haven't, they haven't been playing that well. So I think that they could come out with the victory this weekend. And I think that with Alex Smith coming back, I'm not counting the Redskins out just yet. And lastly, I want to ask you on one more thing about your podcast. What is your end goal with your podcast? I know is it kind of just doing it just to fill it out for fun right now, or you want to make it big in the podcast world? Like, what is your what is your end goal with the, with, with your podcast or with your sports career? Uh, you know, so w- with my podcast, it's it's all long term. You know, week to week, month to month, it's just going to be all long term going. I plan on you know bringing on whoever possibly can. I want to bring you know some of the best stories out. To, you know to light you know i know there's a lot of podcasts out nowadays um you know but a lot of people don't finish their podcast that's not what i want mine to be you know and i want this podcast to reflect my sports career as i get going here appreciate it brian of course thank you hey hey brian real quick let's go let's go back and let's talk some eagles football with you <laughs> I'm just interested to get your thoughts on Carson Wentz. Um, obviously, he hasn't had a full team that's been healthy for him the last, you can say the last two years, right? Uh, I mean, no, really no running back, no receivers. I mean, at this point, the tight ends are kind of questionable as well. I want to get your thoughts. Do you think he's regressing or, you know, or do you think it's because of the talent that's around him? I think it's, I think it's a combination of both. You You watched him in 2017 when he was, I thought he should have won the MVP that year, a little bit of bias, but I mean, he, he was just so far better than any quarterback, but Tom Brady, uh, you know, ended up beating him out. But yeah, you know, that year he had a really loaded offense. He, he was, you know, the quarterback that everybody would love to have going into the next season, you know, and during that time. And, and you look at it, even going into last year, um, I just think the injuries have kind of hurt him. I think even now, that we he played a full 16 games last year and then this year he's he's just he's been sacked a lot he hasn't had the weapons that he's needed but i'm still not going to give him an excuse he's played terribly um in the rams game you know they're driving and they were going to take the lead and he throws a terrible pick in the end zone you know and that's just you know he has this kind of brett Favre mentality where everything looks mm-hmm. great and he you know he throws up these just passes where you're just like you know putting your hands on top of your head and shape it just doesn't make sense sometimes at any point in this season let's let's just say that the losing continues for the eagles do you sit him do you bench him and bring in jalen hurts i don't think so i think that it's gonna be a hard year i mean the Eagles' schedule has not been easy either you know uh they've been close in these last few weeks they've been close in the rams game and they've been close in the, even the steelers game you know they could easily take the lead in both of those games uh and that's with no offense for wince uh like i said he he's been frustrating to watch sometimes barely made out that Bengals game and so i i think if you look at this so season so far a lot of eagles fans are mad you know and rightfully so but i still think that wince is our best option i think I, I mean, I don't really know anything about Hurt, Hurts to begin with, but from what I see with Wentz, I think he's still our answer long-term. All right. Well, Brian, I just want to say thank you for joining our podcast. 
Looks like there's one last question. I want to ask you one more question. Um, the trade deadline is coming up in a few weeks. Would you like to see the Eagles make any moves? Do you think they'll make any moves? And if so, what position do you think they should address? You know, with their salary cut, they don't have really that much flexibility on their cap. You know, mm -hmm. they had to give Jason Peters more money uh, because he was playing a different position. They had to move him at the line. And so whatever cap we had, we kind of gave him that little bit of flexibility, but we don't have very much. So if we go out and get somebody, it's going to be, you know, a, a small trade. I don't see a big trade happening for the Eagles. They couldn't, maybe I thought Le'Veon Bell would have been a smart signing for them, you know, but now the Chiefs got a lot more dangerous there with that. Do, do you guys have any predictions for the Eagles? This year? Uh, no, just for the deadline or even this year. I think they could use, I mean, Maybe an offensive tackle, a guard, or something. That, that offensive line's not looking mm -hmm. good. Um, I think Jalen Rager and Deshaun Jackson, they're going to come back. Yeah. I think Jeffrey, maybe he'll come back. But I think this is the last year for Alshon and um, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I read that somewhere. But, uh, man, you're playing in the NFC least. So, I mean, I don't think they need that much. <laughs> and then, I mean, not to say that this season's a lost season, but, I mean, it hasn't been looking good. I mean, why are you going to sell yourself back uh, for draft picks, right? Uh, let's build on whatever you have. Uh, you guys have some young talent teams. Let's see who's going to be stepping up and making plays and who's not going to be on this team next year. Uh, my other thing is what, what the Eagles is, like Kendall said, they play in the NFC East. They're, you guys are not out of it at all. So I think to see as the season continues on, you guys are going to get a little bit healthier. And you guys, I, I think you guys might make a late push to get into the playoffs. And it's what we did last year. You know, we were – I think we had to win four straight games and we end up, we played against our terrible division, but we ended up beating Dallas out in the final week. And uh, that really helped it, that helped us get into the jump. And I think we will make a late surge. It seems like um, not only Andy Reed, but uh, Doug Peterson, he kind of learned it from Reed to make that late push in the season to really climb back in. Yeah. I mean, the last two years for the Eagles, I mean, as far as injuries, they're, they're brutal. I mean, last year they walked, they, they limped into the playoffs and I don't even know who uh, Carson Wentz or Josh McCown was throwing the football to at the end. It was the same people we're selling to now. <laughs> you have Greg Ward and you have Zach Ertz. And I mean, I guess last year he had Dallas Goddard, who was one of his favorite targets. But outside of that, you know, hopefully uh, Polkum becomes that, that guy uh, that we see I, week to week. I think, I think if you're a of your Eagles, you're looking what's going on down there in Dallas, and you're like, listen, we got a prime opportunity right now to take off this thing. You know what I mean? You got you got to be you got to be just telling yourself like, and then you can be telling yourself like, okay, this the Cowboys, they're two and three, they got any dogs. So even if we still lose a couple games, we're still in this thing. So I mean, well, I mean, and also besides that too, it seems like you know every year it's the same conversation with this division. <laughs> Not really like a like a team that separates themselves. Um, they, it's, it's going to be a late team that makes a late push to win the division. It, it always seems like that. Yeah. And, and it's been like that, especially the last two, the last two postseasons, besides when the Eagles, when they went to the Super Bowl in 2017, I think we won 12 wow. games that year, but other than that, it's been a really just limping into the playoffs between Dallas and Philadelphia. All right. Well, Brian, I just want to say thank you for coming on the podcast. A Rocky Start podcast is the name of it. Uh, make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe. Is that available on all um, podcast platforms? 
Yes, it is. Uh, please go subscribe and uh, rate it. And uh, please let me know what you think of the reviews. I really watch out for my reviews. If there's something that you don't like about it, I uh, the only way I can learn from that is if you comment below and uh, give me some feedback. All right. We'll, we'll catch it. We'll catch up with you down the road. Appreciate your time. Thank you guys so much for your time today. And that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this edition of the East West Football Podcast. For all your latest news and updates, make sure you go to eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also our new YouTube channel, eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast. Electric acid.